Welcome back, Leafs Nation. Welcome back, hockey fans. Welcome back, listeners, to the Believers Podcast. This is episode 20. I am your host, Mikey D. And uh, just like the Leafs making milestones, this show has a milestone with this episode being episode 20. Show's now (laughs) in its 20s. Um, Episode 21, the show could like legally go to Vegas and fucking party it up. Uh, But seriously, thank you for tuning in. Um, It may have, for the past little while, it may have been just exclusively Leafs, but I do, there are ideas for this show to get back into um, more outside of the Leafs, what's going on. Um, I want to do like a fantasy segment because I love fantasy. As much as I suck at it, I want to have a fantasy segment for the show going in. This is going into next season. Um... And, well, Shell, there's got to be a Shell chat. We'll come back for sure. Um, there, there are plans. It's like the, uh, the, the fucking joke from Family Guy. He's uh, cooking us something up. I, uh, now, before, before we get into the, the quick Leafs recap here, um, I do have huge news for the show. And I'm fucking pumped to say what it is, but I'm going to save it for the very end of the show. But, fuck, I'm pumped to reveal what it is. Um, <laughs> but yes, so to get into the recap, uh, the Leafs have played three games since the last episode and they've won all three games. Uh, the only difference in all three games is one was an incredibly convincing one against a playoff team. Uh, the second was a fucking incredibly entertaining game against Ottawa, um, who has absolutely no business being in the playoffs this year. Um, and then the third was against the Islanders, and I just honestly, man, like I get hyped when goals happen. I like I freak out, like like <laughs> oh man. But that game against the Islanders was it was fucking boring. Um, but to kind of quickly recap, Washington, it was awesome because Bunting. Um, he was playing in his 100th career NHL regular season game, and the motherfucker scored the opening goal. Uh, but on top of that, he had a two-goal night. Uh, Mikheyev had a two-goal night. Nylander with a two-goal night. And um, Matthews, it, in a game where the Leafs won 7-3, to Matthews did not get on the scoreboard. He did not continue making history. But, there's a but, he did get his first 100-point season by assisting Bunting on his first goal. That was awesome. Uh, Boosh got the, the one lone goal because there were like three players with two goals. Um, and what was awesome to see Campbell with 22 saves, uh, making 22 saves for a .880 save percentage. That's not the .90s and up, but at least, you know what, he at least got the win. The team in front of them played incredible. Um, if anything, I'm just amazed that the Leafs were able to route up the Washington fucking Capitals. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, if anything, the, the Capitals, they're not the dominant team that they, they were like the year they won the Cup, maybe even the year after they won the Cup. But um, I can def- definitely see... Um, this Capitals team, like, leaving early. I, the, the Leafs jokes aside, um, 
I like I can see Washington going as far as round one and just like no real further. Um, they're just not the same team. But if anything, in just this regular season game here, um, I am surprised that the Leafs were just able to um, to fucking run them up. It was so much fucking fun. Not gonna lie though. Um, <laughs> um, but then the next game on uh, Saturday night against Ottawa, um, and then the Leafs go down two nothing, and it's like, oh fucking here we go. But then in the second period, Clifford Bunting and Marner all get goals. Um, Leafs tie it up. It's it's the pace of the game really changed when the Leafs you know dragged themselves into it. Ottawa, like Montreal, just seems to give it their all when they're playing us. Um, but honestly, once the Leafs brought themselves into the game, they turned it on. Um, the The entertainment value definitely went up. Um, and what was really cool to see is Mark Giordano doing his best Austin, Austin Matthews impression, getting the overtime winner. Um, that was just fucking... What a beautiful shot. What a beautiful goal. What a beautiful man. I am glad he's on our blue line. Um, what was it? There was a tweet I had seen. Uh, I believe it was after this game or, or possibly before. I, I, I got to start screenshotting more of these. Um, but it was Mark Giordano is what we all thought Nick Foligno would be. And fucking how true it is. Um <laughs> Uh, but what was also cool to see, uh, Shalgren, um, even though he had four goals against, he did have a .862 save percentage. Four goals against will do that to you. Um, but you know what? The Buds came out with two points. Hell fucking yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so the last game on Sunday against the Islanders, this was like both teams seemed disinterested in, in playing. But even in the boring games, you got to find ways to win. And the Leafs sure figured it out. Um, and not only that, but it was just, it felt better that they found a way to win without Austin Matthews in the lineup. Um, as far as I know, it was a minor injury. They did not put him in the lineup for that game. He will not be in the lineup tonight for the game against Philadelphia. Um... Honestly, I feel like this is a smart move. It's a it's a safe move. Save him for the playoffs. He he broke history. He made history. Um, if he can come back for like one of the final games, I guess go for it. If he if he feels okay, but honestly, um, if they're keeping him day to day, which he is currently listed as day to day on daily faceoff, um, it may be a safer bet to you know. Rest him up and let him wreck hell in the playoffs. Um, it's like, you know what? It's like the Raptors, the year they won their championship, uh, they would put Kawhi Leonard on load management and then, you know, the playoffs came and they went on the magical run and they did the thing. Um, it kind of feels like that's what the Leafs are doing here. And it's honestly, again, it feels like it's a safe bet. Um but the Leafs, without Matthews in the lineup, they looked really good. They found a way to win. Thank fucking God. And here are the, the goalie numbers you'll want to hear. So Campbell made 27 saves for a .931 save percentage. Now that is the Jack Campbell we all know and love. That is the Jack Campbell 
that will hopefully come through in the playoffs. <laughs> but with that 4-2 win, that was the Leafs' 50th win of the season. That is, the Leafs broke their own record a couple years ago um, in the Matthews era. They got 49 wins total. That was their record. And this this iteration of the Matthews Marner Leafs broke their own record with 50 wins um, for 106 points on the season. And they eliminated the Islanders while doing it. If anything, it would have been fucking sweet if Tavares found his way onto the score sheet. Um or even if he if he got the game winning goal or the empty net goal, it just it would have been the cherry on fucking top of it all. Um, but man, seeing that the Leafs can find a way to win in a boring game, in a game against a playoff team, and in a game against a team that usually gives it their all, seeing these past three games, I man, it's. I like last year it's you know you put in all your belief in this team but man there is something truly special since the Leafs added fucking Giordano um I believe this tweet I I saw another tweet this one was either after the Ottawa game or more likely after the Islanders game but the Leafs are like eight one and one since the trade deadline so um or no eight two and one sorry um honestly just um, I, I, this team is so goddamn likable too. Um, I'm, I'm believing, I'm believing for the best here. And I have the goofiest fucking smile on thinking this team can finally do things come fucking next month. I am believing for the best. You should be too. That's why we come. To, that's why this show is a thing. We believe for the best. Okay. So for this week's show, uh, you know, we're again, we're coming up to the playoffs. Uh, for this week's show, I'm about to do ideal uh, playoff lineups and pairings. I think this will be a lot of fun. Um, well, especially since the Leafs have been, well, uh, Q's been trying out the blender lately. Um, but, you know, when players come back, the, this is what it should be or hopefully will be. Um, and then next week, again, um, when the playoff matchups are more like set in stone, then uh, there will be a playoff prediction uh, segment for that episode. That's going to be fucking fun. Hell yeah. Okay, so to currently, because I have daily faceoff up right now, to currently go through the Leafs lineup, uh, the first, and this is set, you know, with Matthews out. Um, so the first line is Mikheyev, Tavares, Marner. The second line is Nylander, Kerfoot, Engvall. The third line is Bunting, Camp, Blackwell. And then the fourth line is Abruze, Spezza, and Simmons. And then our defense pairings is Riley, Lilligren, uh, Brody, and Hall. And then uh, Giordano and Labushkin. I, I swear Muzzin came back. I don't recall when the hell he left. <laughs> Um, and then our goalie, goalies of Campbell and Shelgren, that's not changing. I'm, I won't do power plays or anything like that. I'm just going to stick to um, forwards and defense pairing. So, okay, so that's all of our, um, our lines and our defense. Now, the lines I would like to see come 
round one, game one, and hopefully players are back. This is imagine, um, I think Sandine's out. I until the playoffs as early as the playoffs. Um, so got to imagine a fully healthy roster and all that. So the forwards I have listed is the first line is Bunting, Matthews, and Marner. That is that is the line. Um, fuck, like I titled one of the earlier episodes. That first line is an all-star line. Um, now the second line is Nylander, Tavares, and Blackwell. I honestly, I think Blackwell can spark that lineup. Nylander and Tavares, sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off. Uh, I like that duo together. Um, but you know what? Honestly, there was a little moment where they had Tavares and Marner paired. And, and you could see how happy Tavares was playing with Marner again. So even though I have Nylander, Tavares, and Blackwell listed, I would like to see Marner thrown on that line every now and then um, because on it, that's the Tavares spark right there and just that would be fucking deadly if the two of them are on in round one, game one, or forward. Um, and then the third line, uh, Mikheyev, Kerfoot, and Engvall. And you know what? I would like to see Nylander thrown on that line every now and then because, because lately he's been on the third line and he's been producing really well on the third line. Um, I know Engvall's been on a tear too, and that's why he's on currently on the second line. But um, this is, you know, come playoffs, Matthews is healthy. Everyone's got to take a step back. Or if you're Marner or Bunting, you're joining fucking Matthews on that top line. Um Honestly, every fucking line is so fu- is will hopefully be so fucking deadly. Um, and then honestly, I I got to uh, agree with Giuliano on the fourth line come come playoff time, and that's got to include Spezza, Kyle Clifford, and Wayne Simmons. That the fucking tough line. Um, Clifford is not listed anywhere on this le- on the Leafs page here. Um, I don't know if he got sent back down or what's happened to him. Um, but I would like to see Clifford come back um, for for the playoffs. That's got to happen. And then, so for defense, this is where daily faceoff, having Justin Hall on here, loses me. So for the defense, I want to see for the top pairing, keep Riley and Lilligren together. They've, they've looked good. Lily's looked really good here and there. Riley has really settled in ever since signing uh, his new sh- shiny new contract. Um, and then the second pairing, keep Brody there, but bring in fucking Sandine when he is healthy. Because honestly, I would much rather see um, the Sandman than, than Hall. Like, at least with this year. Hall's been okay, but he's had some more off moments this year. Um, it's it's a little disappointing because like with last season, the Canadian division, the man shut Connor McFucking Jesus down in three straight games. Um, so for this year, it's, I, I don't know, he's taken a real step back. He's looked good here and there. Um, but going into the playoffs, and this is a very big year for this group, 
Um, I would much rather see Sandine in that spot. Um, and then the final pairing, keep Giordano and Labushkin together. The two of them seem to be having a lot of fun. They looked uh, good together. And then you keep Muzzin as the seventh D-man when he is healthy. Um, I honestly, that's, oh, that's beautiful. Um, and then keep Justin Hall in the press box. Keep him up there. You stay there until you're good again or you want to be good again. Stay there. Um, <laughs> and then the goalies, for sure, just keep them. Campbell as your starter and Shelgren as your backup. Uh, no change there. Hopefully they can stay healthy. No one runs into them. Um, but, yeah, so that is hopefully what the lineups will look like come two to three weeks from now. Okay, so now... To kind of quickly wrap up the show, the Leafs are playing Philly in a little bit, and I want to get prepared for that game uh, and enjoy a nice little pizza pie. It's my pregame ritual. Um, <laughs> uh, so for upcoming games and predictions, yes, they're playing Philly tonight. Uh, I think I said in the last episode the Leafs would win 5-2, so I'm going to stick with that. The Leafs are going to win 5-2 tonight. Um, Matthews is not in tonight. Again, listed day-to-day. Um, that is the safe bet. Um, the Leafs do play Tampa on Thursday. It hasn't been said if he'll come back for that game or the game on Saturday. Um, we'll see in time what happens. But for the game against Tampa on Thursday, I'm going to say that goes to overtime. And the Leafs are going to win 4-3 to three because... This is ramping up for the playoffs, and this is a playoff team. This is a back, the back-to-back fucking cup champs. Um, I want to say the Leafs will route them up again, but the Lightning may, may be more on guard this time around. <laughs> um, and then Saturday, they play Florida, and Florida can score eight goals like nothing, so I'm going to say this is an 8-7 overtime win. Um, these, these games, man, like you got to check your blood pressure. I'm trying to, um, these are going to be intense, but fucking entertaining as shit. Hopefully entertaining as shit games. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say an eight to seven Leafs win in that one. Um, they're not going to win every game, but again, we come to this show to believe for the best. Um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, so for the next episode, uh, I hopefully the playoff matchups will be more set in stone and there will be a playoff prediction segment for that episode. That'll be a lot of fucking fun. Um, but on that, you can follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you literally get your podcast from because I got multiple emails this morning. So this podcast is now available on Player FM, Samsung Podcast, iHeartRadio, tuned in and Alexa devices um, everything everywhere you turn is the believers podcast soon enough the whole world will fucking believe and then insert evil laughter here um, <laughs> uh, but on that you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at believers pod follow my personal Twitter at Mikey D 392 and my personal Instagram at Michael Dawson until next time Don't stop believing. Go, Leafs, go! Yeah, baby! Peace!